And now, an important message from the Phantom of the Opera on the Smoking Hot Podcast. Yeah, happy Halloween here from the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. What a year it's been, right? Everybody got all excited about the Mummy movie coming out. Yeah. It didn't do so great, did it? <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for making the Mummy a woman. I think the scariest thing about that movie was the fact that she wasn't cleaning up any of her messes. You know, I wasn't included in the dark universe. You know, look at that, look at that. After, after it fell apart, look what happened. I got added on into the dark universe. So everybody in Hollywood can just suck it. Just suck it. I don't come down to Burger King and tell you how to do your job. It's everybody who works in Hollywood. Just go work on your website and leave it to the pros, Number one monster this year is that damn clown. What's his name? Nickelback? <laughs> I didn't go see his movie. That. I didn't see it. I don't read Steven Spielberg. I'm not a big fan of his books. Everybody's going gaga over, over that clown. Oh, who's the clown? Clown's scary. Oh, Gorgon is the clown. Oh, Nickelback, he's so scary. You don't know what scary is, you old creeps. I was the original horror monster. And guess what? I wasn't some entity. I wasn't some spirit, zombie, or any of that nonsense. You know I was? I'm a damn human being. I messed up in the face and the head. I scared the pants off of him in 1925. Calvin Coolidge saw my movie and he said, Ah! Scary. Get off the clown train. I want to see kids out there dress up as me. That's true horror right there. Anyway. Oh, we have happy, happy, happy Halloween. Scary, we go be the Nickelback the Clown. Be scary, happy Halloween. May all your nightmares come true. Okay, excuse me. I think it's time to go change the depictions. It's the Smoke in the Hot Podcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. <laughs> With your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello there. I'm Hot Toddy, the dancing podcast host. Welcome to the only show where everything floats. Pennywise is the name of the clown. Pennywise, Phantom. Pennywise. Now he's old and senile, what are you going to do? Anyway, welcome one and all to this year's Smoking Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. I am Hot Toddy, and we've got a great one for you. I, the Halloween Special episode is my favorite, I think probably my favorite episode every single season thus far. It, we always have a blast making it because this is the episode where you really get to show off your creativity. This is where you really get to come up with some fun stuff and just have at it. And uh, I was telling Miranda earlier in the week, I think this is probably the most vulnerable 
vulgar uh, one we've ever done. Probably the darkest one, but it is still very funny, and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a lot of fun. But you might get a little spooked, too. You might get a little creeped out. So I'm just warning you ahead of time. This is going to be... This ain't your daddy's uh, smoking Hot Tidecast. No, 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 no. This is, this is all new, baby. This is brand new territory. Well, maybe not brand new, but it's newer territory. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we've, like I said, we've got a great one for you. And, um, and you know, I, I don't really know if I'm doing anything this Halloween. I, I'm, I wish I could, I wish I was live. These are times where I wish this show was live all the time so I could ask you all what you're all doing because I, I would love to know. Uh, but I, I don't know if I have any plans or not. I, I guess we'll find out. Uh, speaking of live, we're still trying to come down from last week's live episode. Miss Pingrino and I had a blast uh, talking about the Unsolved Mysteries and uh, on Toddcast Unsolved. That was the name of last week's episode. And it, interestingly enough, some of the stories that we talked about on that show is a part of this show as well. And you'll hear what I'm talking about uh, later on. Uh, there's many different elements to this week's show, uh, to the Halloween special this year. There's scary stories. There's interesting information. And then there's just some hilarity. I mean, there's a whole lot going on here. So you're going to definitely get a kick out of this week's episode. And why not? Because it is the Halloween special. So let's just have some damn fun. Damn fun. That's right. So, you know, let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this. Like I said, many elements to the show. You're going to laugh. You're going to get a little spooked. We might even be able to bring a tear to your eye. I don't know how you react to things. We'll just have to wait and see. But I hope you're ready to get your spook on because we've got a lot coming up. So sit back and enjoy the Smoking Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special 2017. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Well, we're diving headfirst into this year's Scaretastic Halloween special. And as I said in the opening, uh, this week's episode has a lot of elements to it, and one of the elements is true stories. Now, we say true loosely because there is no definitive proof that the stories that we're going to tell here are absolutely true, but these things did happen. We'll put it that way, that these things actually did happen, but to whether uh, the circumstances were real, that's still left uh, to a mystery. And uh, one of those stories is, of course, uh, one of my all-time favorites, The Exorcism of Annalise Michelle. Uh, if you've ever seen the film The Exorcism of Emily Rose, that movie is based on this story. It is a true story uh, of a young girl in her early 20s named Annalise Michelle. She lived in Germany, uh, and in the late 1960s, she started developing issues where she would hear voices or believe people were damning her to hell and she would hear knocking and all these weird things. And then by the early 70s to mid-70s, she was full on what she said, possessed. She believed that she was possessed. And they actually did take her to a doctor, a neurologist, and said that there was really nothing wrong with her brain. Uh, even after she passed away, spoiler alert, uh, they, they did an autopsy on her brain, still nothing wrong with her brain. So... They, no one can really determine whether this was mental illness or a real case of demonic possession. We do not know. Uh, but in the mid-1970s, 1975 to be exact, uh, she started getting exercised by two priests. And there are recordings of this happening. And it's it's some of the most disturbing things you'll ever hear. Uh, it's It's incredible because she actually does sound like she's possessed. But does she have a mental illness? that makes her believe that this is happening so she's actually just doing it really well or was she really possessed that's still the question to this day and uh, here now and i i warn you this is very disturbing and this is absolutely real what you're about to hear here is some of the recording of her exorcism Nein! 
Nein! Der, 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 See, it's, it's chilling, right? See, everybody in the room thinks it's real. That's that's what you have to take away from this, is that they believe it's real. The priest believes she's being possessed. She believes she's being possessed. And so whether or not it was actually happening, it's still a very, very scary piece of audio to hear. Moving to the end of this, uh, she unfortunately did pass away because she stopped eating and she ended up dying of starvation because of this. She was only 23 years old and her parents and the two priests actually went to court and actually uh, were found guilty of negligence and spent six months in prison uh, for this. But there are a lot of believers out there that believe that they did the right thing because she was in fact possessed. Now there were only so many recordings so I've always wondered what happened throughout the entire thing. And uh, we put our heads together and uh, we, we, we think we know how exactly how it went down during the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. She's right in there, Father. Thank you, ma'am. We'll do everything we can. Thank you, but I must warn you. Please be careful. The Annalise that we know and love is not in that room. Don't worry, ma'am. We're professionally trained in the art of exercising. Whatever or whomever is influencing your daughter, we will stop them. Bless you both. Come now, Father. Let us in. Hello, Annalise. I'm Father Dumb, and this is my associate, Father Ollie. How are you feeling today? May your asshole be forever occupied by his royal darkness's thick dick. <gasps> wow! Right out of the gate! Like, highly inappropriate! Father Ollie, please, we mustn't entertain the evil things that come out of her mouth. Remember, this is not her talking. It's the demon. Of course, Father. I'm sorry. May I ask who I'm speaking with? Six of us. We are all here. Who is here? I am Cain, Nero, Judas, Hitler, and and Skeletor. Um, Darth Vader, the Joker. I don't know. I ran out of bad guys. Is Lucifer here? Yes. Ah! Oh come on! What the literal fuck here? Father Ollie, please. You said there were six of you, yet you only mentioned five. Who is the sixth? He who fell from grace, Fleischmann. Oh my god. How would you know about him? Am I speaking with Fleischmann now? Yes. Very good. You suck! I mean, my god, you were a priest, and you did all those terrible things? You drank? You murdered someone? You even fornicated! At least I didn't touch children. Um, I see. Well, uh, shall we? What is she talking about, Father? Nothing. Let's move on. Also, I gotta say, it's weird that murder was second on the list and fornication was the most outrageous to you. Yeah, I mean, what's up with that, really? Enough! I ain't the one on trial here. You know what, Father Ollie, since you're such an expert, why don't you give this a try, huh? Um, alright. Um, um, hello, demons. It's me, your boy. Um, why are you inhabiting this girl? I have the right to be in this woman. I will carry this brat so long until she croaks. This dumbass bitch. <sighs> for us, there is no coming back. Never for all of eternity. 
Dian. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Your mom! Excuse me? Your mom! What about my mama? Your mama sucks my hard dick in hell! I'm sorry, come again? Your mama sucks my hard throbbing cock in hell! That's what I thought you said. Bitch, I'll fuck you up! Take that! together. You mustn't let these demons get to you. You're allowing them to possess your nerves. Oh, shut up. And stop saying mustn't. You sound like an asshole. Please. Please. Absolution. It's Annalise. She's speaking. What is it, my dear? What do you need? Please. Absolution. Yes. Yes. Absolution. May these unholy beings leave this girl once and for all. Father, come close. Yes, Annalise? I just fucked your mom. You son of a bitch. I'm gonna kill you, you piece of shit! Who the fuck do you think you are? Ah, I'm gonna pick up and kill you! Father, father, stop, please! Let me help you! That bitch is on! Kick your ass and hide your coffee at the same time! Listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect. Well, we're what? We're less than a week away now from Halloween, and this may come as a shock, or it may not at all. Halloween has skyrocketed in popularity. Get this: the National Retail Federation just released its annual report on Halloween, and this year we are going to spend 9.1 billion dollars on Halloween, which is an 8.3 percent increase from last year, and it's actually an all-time record. And that's almost three times more than in 2005 when we spent 3.3 billion dollars. It's $3.4 billion on costumes, $2.7 billion on candy, $2.7 on decorations, and $410 million on greeting cards. It's fascinating, but I don't think I'm alone here when I say happy, hello, cha-ching! Orson Welles, smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smoking Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smoking Hot. Hello, I'm Orson Wells. Ah! You know. Some actually said to me, there's probably nothing that you really can say about the balls this week, so why don't you just skip the balls update, especially since it is the Halloween special, why don't you just not do it? And I said, you are absolutely right. And so, up until about last night, I decided I wasn't going to do a balls update this week since it is the Halloween special, and I just don't want to talk about it. But that would be extremely, extremely irresponsible of me to do that, uh, to not speak about my team uh, while they're still in play. Uh, But it's not pretty. 
uh, if you follow the Vols, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, let me catch you up. Uh, of course, uh, we didn't have a Vols update last week. We were doing our live episode, so we didn't uh, do that, uh, which I was glad. But uh, before the live episode, we played South Carolina uh, in, in Knoxville. And, uh, yeah, another game we should have won, but we did not. Uh, it was back and forth. Well, it really wasn't a whole lot of back and forth. It was just kind of... Blah, you know, it was field goals again, and you know, it was like it just, it just, it was just bizarre, and 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 unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know. Uh, I'm not been uh, been able to watch many of these games. I've heard a lot of them on the radio. Um, I just, I, you know, I, I, I just can't deal with it very much anymore. I just, I really can't. It's just been ridiculous. But we ended up losing to them. And it was ridiculous because we stayed with them. And we were literally seconds away from the end of the game. Seconds in the last minute. We were on the two-yard line. We did three plays. We couldn't get it into the end zone. They beat us 15-9. to Like I said, it had been field goal up and down. I think South Carolina got one good touchdown in. That's what put them ahead. But we were... Because we start, we I think we had first blood, and I think we had a field goal, so we always had that like three point advantage. If we got the touchdown, it was always that three point advantage. So if we had gotten that that last touchdown, we would have pulled ahead just above them and won the game. We could not get the touchdown. We fall to South Carolina, fifteen to nine, second year in a row. We fall into South Carolina. Um, you know, okay, uh, that 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 stung. It hurt a lot. Ought. I'm not going to lie to you. It hurt a lot because this is another team that we could easily have beaten. Well, maybe not easily, but we could have beaten them. It could have been done, and I mean, it showed right there at the end. We could have taken them down, but we couldn't. So we fall to South Carolina. Now, last week, you know, look, we played Alabama. We didn't expect to win. We, we didn't expect to win. And, and, and I, I can't really go on too much about what happened with Alabama because, I mean, they're the number one team in the nation. They stomped us. <laughs> they stomped us. 45-7 to seven was the final score. Um, we got one touchdown, at least. Um, but, yeah, no, this is um, this is asinine because uh, we now have a losing season. I believe we're 3-4 and four now. Uh, Butch Jones probably on his last legs here at Tennessee, which is, uh, you know, I-, I was never rooting for that. You know, I- I've never since the beginning of the season, I know a lot of people are like, oh, fire boy. But it's like, you know, no, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to get in, in the middle of all that again. It-, it is really harsh for us to constantly pay off these coaches year after year, you know. And we just got done with Philip Fulmer. I think we may have finished with Kiffin. I don't know, but I think we're still paying off Dooley. Or we just got done with him. I don't know. See, I don't know. We 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 have so many of these. I can't keep up with it. So I I just I don't know. We we but you know again. You can't really place too much blame on the Butch because of Alabama. We knew we were going to get stomped by Alabama. We get stomped by them every year. We we had a chance last year, but it ended up faltering. But I you know I don't feel bad about the Alabama losses. I don't because they're just they're too good. They're too powerful right now, and uh, you know no momentum. This is not going to work. Now I will say some positive things about the team. Our defense. Man, our defense has got it. They really do. Granted, forty-five to seven doesn't sound like they do, but I mean, they really held them back. If you watched the game, you really saw how good they were. And we do have a decent offense, um, but it, there's a lot of improvement, so much improvement. And if there's any proof of that, South Carolina, that's the proof. I think we need to get back to that for just a second. I think it needs to be understood that we were on the two-yard line at the end of the game, seconds to go. 
and we couldn't get it over the line for a touchdown. We were inches, inches away from winning the South Carolina game. Couldn't pull it off. Couldn't do it. We choked. Couldn't do it. But Alabama, I'm not going to sound, I'm not going to be too weird about because, you know, it's Alabama. It's, that's, that's a big team. That's a big team to beat. So two losses coming back on this week's Evolves update. I believe uh, I believe I came back with two losses last time, or maybe one win and one loss. I don't know, but uh, I can't keep up. But uh, this weekend, we go to Lexington to face Kentucky, who's actually been pretty decent this year. Uh, they look a lot better than us. So we'll put it to you that way. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I have no more predictions for the rest of the season. Usually I'll say, yeah, well, Kentucky's usually old reliable and we got this. We don't got this. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. I love my Vols. You know me. I will never not have faith in my team. But, uh, yeah, it's getting a little rough right now. The waters are not very clear. They're a little choppy, a little choppy out there, especially for Butch. So um, we'll see what happens. So on to Big Blue Country this Saturday. As always, go Vols. I'm smiling to hide the pain. Hot toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents the Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular. And now... The Ollie Report. Oh, yes. Hello and welcome to this year's Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular. I am Hot Toddy. And this really is one of my all-time favorite Ollie Reports of the year. It's where we send the big guy out to do something spooky and haunted. A couple of years ago, he stayed at home and greeted trick-or-treaters and then told us a spooky story. Last year, he dressed up like a clown, like a moron, and scared a bunch of people and ended up getting his own ass beat. But this year, we've got him out and about doing something really, really cool. He is in Fall River, Massachusetts. Now, that name may sound familiar, especially to history buffs. Fall River is infamous because of the murder that took place there within the home of the Borden family. That's right. Ollie is in the hometown of Lizzie Borden, and he is outside the Lizzie Borden residence right now in Fall River, Massachusetts, and he's all dressed up for Halloween. Hello, Ollie. How are you? I'm doing great, Hot Toddy. Everything is phenomenal. Billions and billions of dollars. China! Oh my god. That is your costume this year? Of course it is, Hot Toddy. After all that we've gone through with him this year, I only thought it appropriate that I dress up as him. Yeah, but you're supposed to be creepy and scary. You know, dress up as something that nobody would ever want to get around. Bravo. Congratulations. Great job. That's right. Point and match on the costume, right? Oh, you... Oh, my God. That That's psychological. I like that. I like that. Nice job. Well, Ollie, are you excited? You're outside the Lizzie Borden residence, where you will go inside and investigate the rooms where the horrific murders took place. I'm pumped. I can't wait. Well, I am, too. I just wish we didn't choose to do this in the middle of the night. It's, uh, it's a little spooky in there. But more the reason to do this, you know? Yeah, I so. Well, jump on in there. I want to get started. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You're nice and safe in the studio. Yeah, let me get inside here. Ah, nice, creepy, scary door. That's great. All right, and here we are. I, I am now making my way upstairs uh, where the first murder, it is believed to be the first murder anyway, took place. And that is of Lizzie Borden's stepmother, Abby Borden. Okay. 
Jesus Christ, are you almost there? What's with the steps? Oh, there's steps here. I thought it was just one. Excuse me? I didn't realize there were more steps. I just thought I was supposed to keep doing this until a door opened. Not only are you dressed like Donald Trump, but you think... Never mind. Okay, here we are. room that Abby Borden was killed in. That's right, Ollie. Now, of course, this wasn't Mr. and Mrs. Borden's bedroom. This was the guest bedroom where Lizzie's Uncle John Morse was staying at the time. That's right, Hot Toddy. It's not completely understood if Abby Borden was just in here working or she witnessed the murder of her husband and ran upstairs only to be cornered and killed. But one thing's for sure, her head was pretty much lopped off in this room. Very nice, Ollie. So are you uh, getting any deep, scary vibes in there or anything like that? No. It isn't particularly a nice room. It's it's pretty creepy. I don't feel like there's any ghosts in here or anything. I see a bunch of walls. There's a dress. And then there's a picture. The picture's really creepy. It's a picture of Abby Borden with her head all caved in. It's really gross. Okay. Well, that's that's not kind of what we were expecting. We were hoping for uh, maybe a little, little paranormal activity. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Well, Ollie, why don't you uh, move on from that room? Okay! I'm going back downstairs now. I'm going to the parlor where Mr. Borden got his face bashed in. Baskets! Oh, look, some biscuits. Ay, jeez. You know, Hot Toddy, there's something about this place. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's really creepy. There's something weird going on, I think. Oh, Ollie, maybe this is it. Maybe this means you're coming across something paranormal in there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm, <clears throat> I'm feeling lightheaded. I, I'm, I'm getting all flustered and flushed. I'm starting to sweat. Ollie, just hang in there. Stay with us. Oh, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, we may for the very first time have proof that ghosts are real. Ollie... What's happening? Oh, oh, God! What is it? Is there a ghost? What's happening, Ollie? Stay with me, Ollie! What is it? Ah, much better! You son of a bitch. Will you please just move on? This is a really nice house. It's a shame so many people got killed here. There's a sofa! And a chair! There's no TVs in here! I wonder why! Ollie... This this house has stood still in time since 1892. There was no TVs. All right, where's the radio? There's no radios in there either. Where's the computers? All right, if, if radios are in there, why would a computer be in there? Hashtag America Online! What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. It's just really unsettling here. All right, just relax, will you? I really didn't want to do this at night. I just hope my special guest gets here soon. Oh, you have a special guest joining you? Yeah, somebody who knows this place backwards and forwards. Sweet. Well, uh, let's move on here until they get here. Okay. I'm moving into the parlor now. Ooh, I see the gruesome picture of Mr. Borden and his face all caved in. You know, Ollie, they never found the weapon that killed the Bordens. Exactly. And even though they're pretty sure it was Lizzie, there was no definitive evidence that said it was her. Exactly. There was no blood on her dress, and like we said, we, they couldn't find the murder weapon, so there was nothing really that they could hold her on. That's right. Nothing more than just motive, but really, if anybody knew how much Mr. Borden was worth, anybody could have just come in here and killed him. Precisely. Which is what makes this such a compelling case. But Lizzie totally did it. Oh, absolutely. She was a monster. That bitch deserved to hang, Jay. Absolutely. Oh, it sounds like my guest has arrived. Oh, this is awesome, Ollie. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Um, sure. 
Sure, thanks. I mean, I wasn't... Whatever. Come on in. Well, guys, this is Lizzie Borden. <laughs> oh, you hired an impersonator, Ollie. That's awesome. Come again? Well, yeah, you said this is your special guest, so you, you hired an impersonator to come in here and, and kind of, like, conduct a tour. That's really awesome. I... I didn't hire... I didn't hire an impersonator. There, there are no impersonators of Lizzie Borden that that works here, at Hot Toddy. I thought, I thought you were the one that hired this person. I, I don't. What are you saying, Ollie? I'm saying. Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave a mother forty wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty-one. I think I've made a terrible mistake. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Smoking hot podcast. Well, here's another spooky story for you, and and it's spooky in that again, it, it, it's it happened, but we don't know exactly if it's true. Now, this this happened in Saudi Arabia. This particular video has made the rounds on the internet for quite a while now. I think it's been about three years that it happened, three years ago anyway, and um, the video is it's from the point of view of the person holding the phone they're taking a you know a phone video it's two police officers and one of them is the rookie he's he's a new guy he's a new guy and um he's the one hanging out the window taking the video and the video is believed to be a witch now the person that they're taking a video of is is extremely creepy it is a hunched over uh, elderly woman looks like with long stringy you know greasy black hair in a complete white robe i mean the completely white outfit and she has a staff and it's you know one of those taller than the person holding it t- type of staff and uh she's just kind of hovering around you can hear her making some sounds whatever and then all of a sudden in her hunched state she begins running at the police, like charging them, and the car has to, you know, go backwards in order to get away from her as she's running towards them, and and they're going backwards, and the the guy holding the phone, taking the video, is freaking out. He is losing his mind. He is so afraid, and, and the reason why is because in Saudi Arabia, and I believe in most Middle Eastern countries, uh, I I believe witchcraft is illegal. Uh, it's like punishable by death in that particular area of the world. So. For someone to come upon a witch over there, you know, a quote-unquote witch, it's just absolutely terrifying, and it's it boggles the mind. And um, it, it is a very creepy video. The, the visual of the video is very creepy. Uh, it it kind of makes me laugh because the guy is freaking out so much, and the woman is chasing the car, and she can't really chase it very much because she's just kind of waddling, running at very waddling at a very fast pace towards the vehicle, trying to get them, uh, but she can't really do it. So it's, it's kind of funny. But it is, like I said, when I first saw it, it creeped me out. It was a very creepy visual. Uh, And we have, and again, the only problem doing this on a podcast, I can't show you the video, but I will share with you some of the audio uh, of the guy freaking out. Uh, Take take a listen. (laughs) 
So as you can see, I mean, he was just losing his mind looking at this creature, whoever it is. Now, it has, I think, essentially been 100% debunked. Uh, they believe that this was a hazing tactic done by the police. Because like I said, these are two police officers. One of them was a rookie. He's brand new. And they believe that they hired somebody to dress up in this costume and just kind of terrify him for a few minutes uh, but nobody knows that for sure because no one has come forward uh, about the video or talked about it but they but they believe that's what what happened uh, so technically this though this happened of course it it's not obviously a real witch now that being said I share this with you for one reason I actually had a very similar situation happen to me um, this happened earlier this year and um, I haven't spoken about it because it, it was extremely terrifying and um, like my own family doesn't even know about this. I just, I was so freaked out by the whole thing. Uh, I, unlike the rookie police officer, I was alone when I saw this. So um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very creepy, uh, but I will admit to you here now on the Smoking Hot Toddcast, I too ran into a witch um, in my car one night. I was driving down the road and uh, I saw her there on the side of the road, and so I, I decided to investigate, and, um, and and this witch terrorized me until I got back on the road and was able to pull out at top speed and get away from her, and, and I have never seen, I haven't seen her since. So um, I don't know what happened, what was going on. Um, there was something very familiar about the witch, too. I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but regardless, uh, this, this thing happened to me, and I, I recorded it as well. Obviously, you cannot see the video here on the podcast, but I will now share with you in its entirety the audio of me and my witch encounter. Listen close. Okay, so I was just driving, and I've pulled over now because I am, I'm, I really, I don't know what I'm looking at. Look at this. This is, in, this is so strange. It's a, I, I, I guess it's a woman? She's dressed in a white robe. She's hunched over. I, I, the only way I can describe it is that she's a, a witch. It's all I can describe it. I, she's just standing there right now. I, I can't get her to, to move or anything. She was, she was walking in this direction. Then when I pulled in, she was just standing there staring at me. And now I, now I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know, man. This this woman is she's really tripping me out. She's really freaking me out, and I don't I don't know what to do. Maybe if I maybe if if I flick my lights at her, would that do anything? Oh oh shit! She's coming at me! Oh my god! Oh, no! The no! Champagne. No! Those no! celebrated no! sections. It's a California no! champagne by Paul no! It's Inspired by that She's same French no! excellence. It's fermented in the bottle of like the best French champagne. It's vintage dated Parmesan. Ah, the French. 
Yes, rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. She tried to kill me. Oh, my gosh, she came at my car. There is no fish stick like Mrs. Kelly. She sounds so familiar, though. I don't, but I can't put my finger on it. But she's so scary. Okay, she, she ran over there. She stopped moving. She stopped coming at me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 She's just standing there again. She just, she's just standing there. Maybe if, maybe if I flick my lights again. She's not moving. She's just standing there. What follows is a terrifying journey in the world of magic and mystery. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. What follows is a terrifying journey in the world of Bogart and Sherry's and Goblin. Ollie Smokin' Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Show, podcast, station. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smokin'... Ollie Report! No, that's not... Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it! Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd... Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! I was asked to give an update on, on my geriatric... Uh, animal farm your that boob. I live in. Yeah, your boob dog and your cats. Uh, the boob dog, um, still living, still doing his thing. He wears That's a good. cone now to bed because he likes to lick his boob and it keeps him awake. <laughs> 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 so he has a green cone that he wears when he goes night night. Oh lord, um, that's pretty funny. That is very funny. The German Shepherd Coon Hammock's the one that has trouble walking. I've uh, I had an old. Um, baby crib mattress mm-hmm. that I've put on the floor for him to lay on. And it's like, because like they, they were like, go get a Tempur-Pedic mattress. And I was like, no, first of all, if he pees on it, like that's going to suck. Like the baby mattress, I just wipe off. Like that's meant to be peed on. Um, and so... Let's like, just do that from now on. If I pee in the bed, I'll just wipe it off. We'll be good. Move on. <laughs> you know, poor, uh, you know, pork might want to like take some, some of that advice as far as like the baby mattress completely wipeable. I'm sure if you put oh, like five, remember that. Yeah, if you put like five of them together, I'm sure an adult could actually lay on That's it. That's right. I'll I'll take that to heart. Yes, Before. there you go. And then you know, there's the loose goose, the the youngest of them, who's seven. The loose goose. The loose goose. Her name's Lucy, but I call her Lucy Goose. Oh, okay. oh. loose goose. All right, that's fine. Um, and <laughs> she's she's kind of mean to the geriatric ones now. So I think she's like tired of <laughs> she's it. She's better than everybody. She's like, God, get out the door. Like, what? Because it takes. I am not an invalid. Get out of my way. Yes, it takes them a long time mm-hmm. to trail to the door. And my house is not big. Sure. It's not big at all. Like most apartments are bigger than my house. Oh. It's, my house is really, really small. Okay. Um, and so it should not take them like a good solid five minutes to get well, from the living room to the door. When you're old. Yeah, it takes me ten seconds. Well, <laughs> you're um, not old. I mean, there's like chunk, chunk, and then um, chunk, chunk. Yeah, like it's like chunk, stu- like two chunk. steps stop. Got to think about it. Two steps stop. Oh, Got to think about it. Um, oh. so. Those are the puppies. Yeah. Which I don't know if I can still call them puppies, but they are. Okay. And then I have uh, the two cats that fight. You remember Marceline and Princess Bubblegum? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, they got in a big fight the other day, and 
Marceline almost scratch, scratch right above and right below Princess Bubblegum's eyes. So oh, Princess Bubblegum's not happy. Right. And there's Neville the ginger cat. Mm-hmm. And um, he's doing good because he has a new role of being big brother to Hermione. Oh. And then we got another one named Mouth. Now, okay. Mouth? <laughs> so there's five cats in my house. And Mouth. Three dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. From like Goonies. Well, oh, cause he screams. You like need to stuff. you need to put the one dog in her place, so the one that's mean to the others. Yeah. I oh I do I do I try, but she's just she's like tired of it. She's like, gosh, you know, cause they're 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 senile. I, I can't blame right. that dog though. I can't. Yeah, cause my uh, my I dog can't. that was senile. There was a uh, there was another dog uh, that my dad do and stepmom not had. Talk about the one that went swimming. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, just saying it didn't he go was, swimming. He was <laughs> he was mean. Swimming. He was mean to her. Wait, like he was mean to her while she was obviously not in her right mind. I just <laughs> wanted to be like, dude, I just want to remind you. Like he was a tiny dog. I, I mean, he would growl at her. I just yeah. like I just oh, I would get so mad. I, I, was, know. I wanted to be like, dude, I just want to remind you that your neck can be broken by a toddler. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> what? Okay. She's the same size as the dog, the boo, but she is quite a bit smaller than Demos, the, well, the bigger dog. There you go. And, but she's just she's a bully. Well, she because, don't take crap. I I understand. It's like it's it's exhausting because like they're just they're they're old and they are senile. Yes. And so <laughs> sorry. They bark yes. at things that don't exist and yes. they fall off the couch and just like. <laughs> oh, that that sounds like, kind of funny. <laughs> they can't walk and like. <laughs> I think we broke Todd. My husband's just like over they it fall too. Off the couch. Yeah, like it's so. Uh, and then like so the the one with the boob has to go out like every other hour at night, and so he wakes me up. Is Todd broken over there? Yes. Just senile dogs falling off the couch. That's all it took. I need to pee all the time. <laughs> Which I get up and let him out because okay, so here's another thing about senile dogs. If they go outside and immediately come in into the bathroom, it's they have they're they're senile. <laughs> so, so I was like, "What are you doing?" Like I let him out, he comes in, and then he goes to the bathroom. Like, what? <laughs> you were just outside. And so I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh." Do they just walk around too? They just pace the house. Yes. Yeah, mine did that too. And he's did- like, "Sit down." They're like, "Nope." Doop, 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 doop. I'm like, "Sit down." Nope. Doop, 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 doop. Sit down. Oh. <laughs> They start losing weight too. It's scary. Yeah. So they're like they're like they're crazy senile right now. Like I know. Like, but you have to. They're pretty old. Like the the boob one is fifteen, and the older one is or the, right. the bigger one is yeah. fourteen. <laughs> so they're already like at the high Todd's end. back. High end of their life expectancy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're. I feel like you're gonna have one big funeral one of these days, Sheila. But, oh gosh, I hope not. But my husband's like. He's convinced that Shokai, the one with the boob, Shokai, he's convinced that I, like, made some sort of deal with the devil or something to make the dog live to be 20. Because, like, when Trump got to be elected, Uh. I literally, I've never felt that way before. I've never, never Uh. won a president. And I just felt like that's it. It's the end of this world. And I grab up my dog because he's been there through everything with me. And I was like, you got to live. You got to live forever, man. You can't can't (laughs) leave me alone with Trump. And so he's, like, calls him zombie dog now. Because well, he's like, <laughs> he was supposed to die. He made some point, sort of pact to keep him going. If, if he falls on the couch, pooping in the house, and <laughs> she goes outside. 
I can't. Like he'll come in and poop. Like I was like, <laughs> the door's not even shut. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Man. And oh. obviously I clean it up because. <laughs> Because you can't, can't just leave it. It's not a good conversation piece for people when they walk in. Oh, look at that. Yeah. My dog's just, insane. So. We just started a collection because we can't get him to understand that he does like, this it's outside. Not, it's not, well, it's not like I even put like down a puppy pad and then he won't use the puppy pads. God. Oh, man. That's just that's just rough. That's disturbing. I want to get him like doggy diapers. <laughs> doggy diapers? Yes. Oh. But I don't know if they, I don't know if they'd work. Uh, well, you always Lord. ended on a good. You always ended on a good note. I have a great. I you started out. I have a great reports, and then yeah, I put down a puppy pad, but I don't think you use it, and that's the end of that story. <laughs> You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Just days away now from Halloween, and if you don't have a costume yet, what do you? Why are you waiting? You know, get to it. If you're going to do something on Halloween, get it now. Uh, but if you have time to pick something up, or if you have time to still have time to order something, um, well, I, I was going into this saying, do I have the costumes for you? But maybe. No, maybe you shouldn't get these, or maybe you should. It just depends on your personality, and boy, do these costumes have personality. I have here the 25 costumes with varying degrees of weird, wacky, tasteless, and tacky. These are the tasteless Halloween costumes that will scare up the wrong kind of attention. For instance, we have here the happy poop. It is essentially the giant poop emoji with a happy face. And your whole body fits into it, and it's just, it's kind of disturbing. But not as disturbing as the subtle and not gross at all pickle apron. Costume is with is a green apron with a pickle on the front. And underneath the apron is some sort of maybe like shield or something. Uh, but it's what's attached to the shield that's just not right. It's a big green foam, or maybe not foam, but uh, well, maybe foam, I don't know. It's some sort of material, soft material, but it's very phallic. It's very long and curved, pointing straight up. It's green. It has a mushroom head to it. I think you can guess what they're going for here. That's right. It looks like you have a big green penis. That's exactly what it is. So if you're going to a kid's costume party, would not recommend that particular costume. Uh, but maybe some adults will find it funny. Also, if you're going to a kid's uh, costume po- uh, contest, please do not dress up as the giant tampon, which is also a costume this year. Uh, you know, at first glance, you'd think, oh, you're a ghost because it's a big white cloth around the body. But then you see the little string at the end here. And clearly you are, in fact, a tampon. And uh, why? I beat around the bush. There's something here called Halloweeny. You are basically dressing up as a big penis. You wear a big penis costume, and and the testicles are your knees. That's right. That's real. It's a real thing. Now, um, this this one's kind of funny. I still wouldn't recommend it, but it is kind of funny. There's another version of it, which I do recommend, highly recommend you wear, uh, but this version's eh, a little too much. It's called the Piggyback Stripper, and it's essentially like uh, a short, rather stocky stripper 
who's supposed to be carrying you on your sh- on her shoulders. Well, of course, now your legs are her legs, and what looks like your legs are just, you know, part of the dummy effect, but it looks like a stripper is carrying around, uh, carrying you around on her shoulders, and she has pasties on her nipples, and wearing a uh, wearing a thong. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's it, it's out there, or you could just you know if you're the type of person that likes these costumes, you're probably known as a giant douche. Why not go as a giant douche? That's right. That is a that is a costume. It is uh, you you look like a douche and it has a mean face on the douche, and that's what you are. You are a flat out douche in the costume, or down for the count. What is this called? Down for the count. This particular costume. I'll tell you what it is. You're dressed up as Dracula, but only from like. your head down to your waist because you are then in your underwear with an inflatable woman with her face in your crutch. That's right. You're Dracula getting a blowjob. That's exactly what this is. Dracula getting a blowjob. And uh, and if that's not enough, how about the uh, Skeleboner, which is a skeleton costume with a very long bone in the middle of it. And it has the little mushroom tip, so you can guess what that is. And I will leave you with this. I'll leave you with this, pic- this particular one. This is uh, the one I was talking about that is like the stripper costume. Remember the stripper carrying you on your shoulders? Carrying you on her shoulders? I'll never get that right. Carrying you on her shoulders? Well, there's also something called Trump piggyback. It's the same costume, only it's Donald Trump carrying you around on his shoulders. It's absolutely glorious. You know you want to wear it. You love it. And there are still plenty more costumes for you to look at. I'm not going to go into them here because we have more show to get to. Uh, But I have put the link in the description of this week's episode. So you can check out the entire list of costumes courtesy of Huffington Post. So go check those out. But yeah, if that's your personality, absolutely go for it with these. But if not, yeah, you know what? I would just dress up like Frankenstein or something and call it a day. Happy Halloween. You're listening to the Smokey Light Podcast. What do you say we get down in boogie oogie oogie to another scary story, huh? All right. Once again, this is a true story, and whereas the story of Annalise Michelle was probably the closest true story in terms of demonic possession, this is probably the closest true story in a demon conquering a structure, if you will, uh, as you could get. I am, of course, speaking about the legendary... Sally House in Atchison, Kansas. Now, if you're not familiar with this house, uh, this house apparently is being controlled by a demon named Sally. Now, what's interesting about this place is that three people have died within its walls, but they do not haunt the place. They don't haunt the structure in any way. No, it's this demon that somehow grafts bond the house and has never let go in many, many years. And the most popular story of, of Sally comes from a couple named Tony and Deborah Pickman. They moved into the Sally house in late 1992 with their infant child. And the stories just get really ridiculous. It started off as innocent as Deborah turning off the light in her infant's bedroom at night, only to be asked by her neighbors why she kept the light on in that room all night. It was an icy shock to her because she turned it off. Then one night, her, her husband Tony, and her sister all went upstairs to check on the baby. They walked in and saw all the baby's stuffed animals sitting in what could only be described as a cult circle. They didn't think much about it. They thought one of them was playing the joke on each other. So they moved the dolls and turned off the light. To their horror, they went upstairs later to find the light back on, and one of those animals just laying in the middle of the floor. Now, that may not seem like much, but it was enough to creep them out. And then let's go further down the road, and on Halloween, as a matter of fact, Halloween 1993, 
Tony was getting some of the drink in the kitchen. When he turned around, he saw a little girl in period clothing, about 19th century. And before he could do anything, the girl vanished. But he drew a picture of her. And a few years later, they met up with the previous tenants of the house. And one of those tenants at the time that she lived there was a little girl. And the little girl had an imaginary friend whom she called Sally. The reason why is because that's how her invisible friend identified herself as. And she would do weird things. This girl would get herself into trouble doing different things. And when her mother would ask why you did it, she said, No, I didn't do that. Sally did it. Or Sally told me to do it. And when Tony showed her the picture of that little girl, she automatically ID'd it as Sally. And that is where the name Sally comes from. But we're not done with the Pikmins yet. No, no, no. Things got worse from there. Scratches, which is all of a sudden manifest on Tony, even appearing on camera once. A lamp was thrown at his mom. One night he was laying in bed and Sally appeared, grabbed his wrist, and burned deep red finger marks into his wrists. The paranormal activity went on for a few more months before they finally decided to get out of there. And if that wasn't weird enough, right after they moved out, some tenants moved in who reported no paranormal activity, but the landlord made a surprise visit to the house once, when that family wasn't there, went down to the basement and found a pentagram, an altar, a black robe, a black kettle. This family was conjuring up the demons which has only made it more fierce. Now, I don't think anyone has lived in that house since, and for good reason, but many paranormal groups have gone in there, talked to Sally, and they've definitely seen some things. They've never seen the demon in person, but they've seen some things that have really freaked them out. And that is why, regardless of whether you believe what goes on in the Sally house is real, it's definitely very creepy, and these things actually did happen. But as to what happened, we don't know. Now, it's really weird. When the Pikmins lived there, Tony always would suffer. But Deborah never did, and she hardly ever believed him until towards the end. So it kind of makes you think, what did Sally want with them? Ah, time for some nice, fresh orange juice. Delish. Ah! Who... Who are you? I'm Sally. Come play with me. Who? How... How did you get in here? I live here. Come play with me. You don't live here. Where did you come from? The place of which we all come from. There. Ah! Where'd you go? What's wrong? Oh my god, you're not gonna believe this. I I was just in the kitchen getting a drink and I saw... I saw... What? What did you see? I saw a little girl. She called herself Sally. She kept telling me to play with her and then... Then she just disappeared. Oh, come on. I'm sure you're just imagining things. I wasn't. I'm telling you, it was a little girl and she wanted me to do things. Yeah, basic. Take me to the mall. Yes, yes! Good idea! Let's get out of the house for a while. Where? Ah, solid bathroom break. Hmm. Ow, that's weird. Ow! What, what, what's going on? Ow! What? What is it? I don't know! My back feels like it's burning and... Oh my god, look! Come play with me. You're... 
You're being scratched! Oh, it hurts! Now do you believe me? Okay, yeah. There's definitely something going on here. Let's get out of here! Good idea! But where? Let's go to my parents' house. Okay, let's go. Ah! Hi. Someone there? Come play with me. Oh my god, Sally, is that... Is that you? Say something, I know you're here! Sally! Come play with me, motherfucker. Ah! Let go of me, you monster! Janelle! Janelle, wake up! Ah! Get away from me, you demon! Ah! Mm, what? Something happened? Really? You heard none of that? No. Alright, Dan. Hey, uh, what do you say we go on a, a cruise for a while, huh? Wow, yeah, that sounds awesome. Great! I'll make the reservations. I'm going down to the basement, babe. Okay. Oh, mighty demon spirit that haunts this house, come forth to thee who wishes to see you, who wishes to speak to you, who wishes to bring you a sacrifice. It is I, she who haunts this house, Sally. Hey, what's up? How much? How are you? Good. Oh, I brought you a dead animal. Oh, thank you. I'm starving. My pleasure. So what's next for your dude? Let's see. We got him to take me to the mall, visit my parents, and we got that damn cruise, baby. Hell yeah. Let's see. Now I want him to redo the kitchen. You think you could, like, give him a wedgie or something? Can do. Sweet. Thanks. Anytime. Smoking hot podcast. <laughs> There you go, there you go. That's how you do a Halloween special right there, right there. And as I take my bow, I thank you for tuning in to this year's Scaretastic Halloween special. I told you it was a good one. I bet you laughed, I bet you cried, I bet you got scared. You may have even pooped your pants. And if that's the case, I hope you rolled them up, threw them away, put on a new pair, and kept on enjoying this week's episode. Because that's what we do here. That's what it's about. All right, I'm getting a little zealous here, but I'm just saying it's a great. It was a great show, wasn't it? I had a lot of fun making it, and I hope you had a lot of fun uh, listening to it. And uh, you know, it's rare when we get to do the specials, but when we get to do them, they always come out so great. And of course, the show can't go on without you all listening. So thank you all for listening to not just this episode, but every episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you for listening as always. That's gonna do it for us this week. We're gonna take a quick week off, and then we're gonna be back with brand new episodes two weeks from today and then we'll do two episodes at that point and then believe it or not it's freaking thanksgiving that's right thanksgiving is literally like four weeks away i just hope you understand that we're a month out from thanksgiving which at that point means we're only 
two months away from Christmas. And we've got our Christmas special coming up. There's still so much coming up. Oh, my mind's going to explode. i got to get out of here before I just cause a mess here. Uh, but anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. You can follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy 9102 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hot Toddy 75 on Snapchat. Be sure to follow me on YouTube at Hot Toddy Tube and the Hot Toddy Mixcloud page and the Smoking Hot Toddcast page on iTunes. You can also follow some of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on social media. We'll begin with Twitter. Miss Pingrino at Pingrino. Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at the my underscore Randa Joe. Now for Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. Have a happy and safe Halloween and a great week next week, and we will see you two weeks from now on the Smoking Hot Todd. Oh, no! Oh, oh my God! Champagne. No! Not again! Oh! There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired 